Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 46, and we're back at the Nashville Armory again, two weeks in a row. Man, how fortunate are we? Very. I love this place. We I love are. being able to record the show and stare at a giant wall of guns. Which just could be like the new lead quarters. I know. We need to get the owner to build us like a studio up high, up on y'all's crow's nest. We just record every week. Let's here. just start making demands, shall we? Yes. Where's Gary? <laughs> Where's the owner? I want. I want. <laughs> I mean, we're lucky enough to get this table, so. So how was your week, gun-wise? Gun-wise, my week's been good. What did I do this week? Well, while Left Hand's trying to think of what he did this week, we'll go ahead and introduce our buddy over I here. I got Dane Bramage. Dane Bramage? I got Dane Bramage. Well, I'll t- well, you know what? I'll talk about my week. I had a good week. Tell us what you did in guns this week. I have a little side job. Uh, I build uh, websites here and there. We all have side jobs. Huh? It's actually turning into more of a... Uh, wow, I wish somebody would work on our website. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I'm not paying me. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> so uh, I went to a local gun shop, and we'll announce it once it's finished. And uh, I got some new guns. I got a Mosin and Gaunt. I got a Marlin 3030 lever action. Well, we can go ahead and announce them because we're going to be talking about them here in a little bit anyway. I just don't want people going to the website yet. Well, they, it's not they, ready. Well, they don't have to go to the website, but they can look them up on the internet and yeah. get their phone number and address and go yeah. check them out. If you're in the Columbia area, it's Northside Gun Shop, Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, go in there and talk to Gabe or James, James or anybody in there. They're all great guys. Probably some Sometimes of the- you'll see us down there, too, just yep. hanging out, being idiots. Every now and then. If so- I'm not mistaken, isn't Columbia in South Tennessee? It's in Middle Tennessee. Oh. South in- Middle. South Middle? So why is yeah. it north side? South of us. It's the north side of Columbia. Oh, okay. I understand that now. <laughs> <laughs> the name throwing you off? It is. Because I was going to go towards, you know, Clarksville, and I get lost. Wrong gun store. Oh, Lord. So, so, so let's, I got those let's go ahead and introduce our guest, too, so people know who we're talking about. Are we going to introduce you as your real name, or are we going to do the code name like we talked? Um, it's up to you. Uh, I answer to everything, actually. It's up to you. you know, my, my, my family cusses me you, out. You're going hey, to be known internationally now, so Uh-oh. what do you want to be known as? Like, I, I picked left hand to start off with, and I'm stuck with it now, so... Well, then let's, let's go ahead and use the real name, then. All right, it's, it's Scott. Scott, the uh, the other guy from the Nashville Armory that we have been trying to get on the show for a while. And let's go ahead and reveal it. Uh, I talented kept, guy, too. Very talented guy, because he's the guy that I kept talking Sings about. Sings opera. I do, um, part-time. I kept talking about the holster that I had made for me, <laughs> and uh, he kept saying, I don't want to talk about it yet. I don't want to talk about it yet. But uh, Scott is the one that made it for me. Very nice holster. Uh, I dabble in the holster making. Yes. In the concealment area. And it's called Ronin. Right? That's correct. Which Ron, is, Ronin Holsters. Which is a uh, Robert De Niro movie. It's uh, <laughs> a Robin De, Robert De Niro mo- movie. There's a movie coming out with uh, Keanu also, Reeves. There's it's a also a uh, yeah. Marvel character named Ronin. Ronin. Yep. Yeah. But this is the holster company. It is. Okay. Yep. It's a, Do you have a website? Do kind of have a website. I guess it's all work in progress, but I need to talk to you about it. Apparently, you do websites. Yeah. So, yeah uh, I can hook yeah. you up. Yeah. I'm uh, meeting the holster, I'm, too. I'm on Facebook. Yeah. Everybody's on Facebook. It's going to take a yeah. lot of holsters to afford me, though. <laughs> Or I can just make one large holster. How about yeah, that? Yeah, just one giant holster. <laughs> exactly. It like fits the top of my car. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah, so we've been trying to get Scott on in a while, for a while, and we usually, we have we have Sean here with us too. He doesn't know I was going to call him out. He Now he's chugging his NOS energy drink. Get, getting a little uh, liquid encouragement over there. Well, before we get them like arguing together. Hey, Ralph, Semper Fi, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. So who's the Jack Wagon of the Week this week, left hand? All right, so there's this guy that, I don't know his name, what to pull it up. Apparently he goes around impersonating military people to get free blooming onions, free admission to wrestling matches, free drinks, mm-hmm. you know, whatever he can mooch off people. Yeah. But he's he's got this video that he's posted where he's admitting what he does, and I guess he's trying to get other people people to do it too but uh, he basically is just spitting in the face of uh, our military and our veterans yeah uh, by doing what he's doing and uh, i mean he makes no bones about it i mean he's he's very blatant in what he's doing and he when you care less we'll and, post the video on facebook but when you see this video you're gonna want to jump through the screen you're gonna want to wring this fat yeah. nuts neck he's a douche nozzle just go ahead yes. and say it yeah he's a douche nozzle there's no doubt about it um, yes. are you gonna play that yeah I'm gonna play a little snippet of it all right. uh, take Wait. this person out back I wasn't recording oh it's alright hey how's it going <laughs> so you're saying what I'm saying there should be some kind of amendment I guess to the law that's already in act 
uh, stating that we should be able to do as we please. Take this gentleman out back, do what we need to. Because that's actually, you know, it's a... You track the guy down. I'm not you, saying kill the gentleman. I would say no, just, you know, his life very miserable. talk to him very his, sternly. His YouTube username is Johnny B 34435 It's J-O-H-N-N-Y-B-34435. Are you and on the thread? Who, now again, this is, you know, I don't know for a fact that this is this guy's contact info, but... Yeah, you could. We'll, we'll post all this on Facebook so you can find it. But here's here's just a little snippet of how annoying this guy is. He's obviously got mental health issues. Oh, I decided to have a little fun this Veterans Day weekend. My usual way of doing it. See, just for the sake of irony, and just to really stick it to all you, I made up a costume a few years ago uh, two of them to be exact for Memorial Day and Veterans Day basically a fake medals I never earned ribbons never earned patches never earned and a little hat and I hardly ever wear hats but this one's for a special occasion. Because he's got a big fat it's head. Got my veteran status on it. I can't take this guy anymore. Uh, cut him off. He, he's the most annoying. You know who? Ugh. what his voice sounds like? And I think he's trying to do it on purpose. Is he sounds like uh, Gomer Pyle from Full Metal Jacket when he's going nuts. Yeah. In the, he kind of looks like him, in too. In the can. Yeah, he. I, I can't take him. Well, anyways, you know, by the looks of his picture, it looks like he needs all the free food he can get because he can't afford everything. Yeah, he needs he some blooming onions, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. So Johnny B, all those numbers. I don't even want to say his name. He's so freaking jackwagony. Welcome to the jackwagon train. He actually gets to be on the rails where the train can run over his fat ass. <sighs> Goodness gracious! So Scott, how did you get into guns originally? It's a good question. I'm glad you asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to be a part of the questions that you asked me? Since well, we just asked you, okay, so you, uh, you kind of got to answer yeah. now. Dang it! Uh, well, going back when I was a little child, even going further back, a uh, wee little boy, uh, a <laughs> wee little boy. Yeah, and when I was in the womb, actually, my father, like everybody else, pretty much everybody else, uh, was introduced from guns with guns from my father. Uh, my father was in the military. Uh, he retired in the army, so I always had guns at a young age, and it's kind of weird because my father. My father, uh, he was he retired as a supply sergeant in the army. Um, supply sergeants are typically in charge of the arms room in in the military, so I had a lot of guns at my uh, you know disposal. Mm-hmm. And it's weird Shoot. because my father also was somewhat lazy of a man, so when it came time to go qualify or shoot his weapons, he would bring me in the next day to clean his guns for him. So at a very young age, I, I was able you to learn dis- how to clean. I did. I, I learned how to disassemble, you know, 1911s, M16s, stuff like that awesome. at a very young age. So, yeah, I've always had guns growing up. Of those guns that you were exposed to, what was your favorite back then, would you say? Uh, the M60. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. The big hoss. Oh, at yeah. At a young age, you got to mess oh, with the yeah. M60. Yep. Like That's I said, awesome. we had a whole arsenal of guns at his disposal. So <laughs> he, to this day, he laughs about it because he knew he had the dirtiest gun in the arms room because he knew he was going to bring his son in to clean it for him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But then it was the cleanest. Uh, right, right. I guess. I did my best, yeah. yeah. It was pretty clean, or he made me do it again. Did I you mean, get to shoot it? No. He didn't let you shoot. I couldn't, I couldn't clean it, I but couldn't, you couldn't shoot it. I couldn't go out and shoot with the, the active army guys. So, but we had our own guns at home, so we'd go to the range from time to time and shoot. What uh, What was your first your first personal gun that you had? One that I purchased, or one that was well, given no, to it was you? given to you growing up. Actually, the first gun that I can remember, I, 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 which is weird because we have one here, I put off to the side. I'm about <laughs> to buy here pretty soon. Is a Savage Model 24, which is a double barrel over under. 410 22 long rifle. That oh, was the very first gun that I owned. Barrel. Scout rifle, right? It, no, it wasn't the scout rifle. It was before the scout. Didn't the scout kind of like that? Uh, the M6 scout. I actually have one of those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is the wooden stock version okay. of it. Gotcha. It was a double was, barrel 22? It was over under. It was huh. a 410 and 22 long rifle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Single shot. Ooh, I, I would see that. Yeah, I was so little that I couldn't even hold it up by myself. My, my father had to hold it for me while I would pull the trigger. My first gun. Cool. And we finally got one in used. I'm buying that joker. There you go. Yep. All right, so tell us about your military law enforcement. 
background? Okay, um, pretty simple. Like I was stating, my father was in the military. Um, my grandfather was also in the Army. I am the third generation in our family that has been to some type of war conflict. Um, so being an Army brat, as they call, um, I was around. I grew up in Army bases, stuff like that. And uh, during my teens, I guess, I decided I was going to rebel like most kids. And I said, no, I wasn't going to join the military. I was going to go on to college mm-hmm. because my mother was kind of pressuring me. So you're going to college. You're going to make something for yourself. So I went to college, did that thing. And it was some reason, I don't know what happened. I woke up one day. I said, you know, I have about $30,000 in student loans. I don't know how I'm going to pay for <laughs> So It's funny how those build up, right? It, it, yeah, it, it definitely does. I actually graduated with a criminal justice degree, and I got this wild out idea that I was going to be in a like an FBI agent, some kind of federal. So with that, a criminal justice degree and a uh, military background, it was the best bet, you know, just I would get, you know, in there in the FBI, no problem. So I, I decided uh, when I graduated college, I joined the Army, went um, airborne, 82nd, did that for a little while, got out, joined the Guard. So I'm currently in the Guard now. And it's, cool. you know. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing with the Guard right now? Can, we, uh, can you talk about that? I'm just an average, they call it M-Day soldier. I'm just, you know, that... One weekend a month, two weekends a week, or two, two weeks a year, pretty much. Two all weekends a week—that's pretty tough to do. You got well, any? Yeah, it is. That's right. You got any cool airborne stories? No, not really. Except for let's see, uh, probably the weirdest thing. I've had some some guys almost had their heads ripped off um, by accident, but it didn't happen. By accident? Yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> it um, almost happened by accident. Yeah, they had got the um, sack line wrapped around their their neck before they jumped out. Um, I did witness a guy break his um, femur. Ooh. I was on the drop zone. Um, they call it the DZO's drop zone. You're just pretty much out there doing the wind, uh, the wind media, uh, readings and and doing just different things out mm-hmm. there. And I was sitting there waiting for some guys to jump out of the airplane, land, and we just observe it, make sure everything's good. And off to the distance, I hear a snap and just a, a, someone just yelling at the top of our lungs. And we we pretty much walked over there because it was so close. And the guy, yeah, he broke his femur, and we had to call the ambulance, come out there and get him. So, like from a practice jump, or? it's just uh, it's it, it. They're all practice jumps, basically. It's they're. Well, I mean, was this from a live helicopter. It was from a live oh, helicopter, okay. uh, not an airplane, from a, a from C one thirty. Yep. Oh crap. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things you'll get. Some there's trucks on the drop zone, ambulances that usually sit out there. You, you'll you hear about guys just landing on top of the ambulance. They're smack on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. You're, or get stuck in a trees, and you have to go and get a ladder. Did you ever know or anybody whose parachute didn't deploy? Uh, actually, I did. I knew one guy that, well, I take that back. It did deploy, but it was his reserve at the last minute. His main canopy didn't open. So within so many seconds, you're supposed to pull your reserve. He pulled his reserve, and it was uh, it didn't fully inflate. So only a few minute, uh, um, feet from the ground, it finally caught. But when it did, he still was getting the full, you know, the full speed. He hit the ground, messed up his back. But yeah, he didn't break anything then? No, no. Cool. And when it comes to pop culture, I know you're a fan. I don't even have to ask you the question, do I? Uh, yeah, this what's, is a... What's your go-to? What's your go-to movie, book, song? Well, the thing is, I got, I'm a movie man. I don't really care for video games. Mm-hmm. I used to be addicted to video games, but my wife told me she wouldn't marry me if I continued to play. <laughs> Good but, choice. Uh, but, um... As far as movies go, my most favorite when it comes to guns is The Way of the Gun. I don't know if you've seen this movie, but it's an awesome movie. Yes. Um, to, to, uh, I think I've seen it. It's Give got that uh, it. Del Toro guy from Hunter. Yeah, Benicio, Benicio Del, Toro. Del yeah. Toro. But the, the coolest part is the opening scene when um, these two guys are sitting on a car, and this dude and uh, his girlfriend are in a line for, I guess, a nightclub, and that lady, that girl is uh, Sarah Silverman, and she starts cussing and stuff, comes down there. She's on the jack wagon train. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but what's really cool is uh, one of the guys just clocked her just that's how they started the fight they just <laughs> pushed, the, pushed everybody to the side and just clocked her but no way the gun is actually one of the one of the movies i like best because they actually use you know proper gun handling reloads um, movement techniques and all that stuff most other movies you just see them you know shoot so and move guys and all actually that got a good uh, technician they on did set. i mean whoever they got was pretty good i mean boom that saints after that uh any john wayne movie you know of course so when you were addicted to the video games what was your video game uh, you know, that's a good question because 
I remember one weekend I started playing a game, and all of a sudden I looked up, and it was like Monday. And I think that was Sonic the Hedgehog, and I just quit playing after Sonic that. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. So I, 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 I quit, yeah, I, I quit uh, playing after that. I was thinking Oblivion or you know something like that. Something that sucks you in. Con- Contra so stuff, you know, all, yeah. the old school stuff. Super, Super Mario Bros. Yeah, exactly. Call of Duty. Yeah. Have you played any of the Call of Duties? I did once, but I just, I just don't get in that stuff. It's better to do it for real than it is to play it. Well, yeah, but you can do both. That's true. This is the day and age where you do both. That's true. That's true. Brother. But, you know, I just don't get into games. Like I said, it's just... I won't hold that against you. That's I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't, no, you know, no I don't want you to judge me or nothing. I figured you probably, you know, if you were, you'd have a really cool gamer name. I'm in the same mm-hmm. boat. If you were to have I a gamer was, name, what would your gamer name be? That's what you're watching here this show. Fluffy, uh, I don't know. Fluffy That's Mittens? A, mm, fluffy Mittens. I yeah. don't know. Fluffy Whichever. Mittens. Fluffy Mittens 7283? Maybe. I don't know. Did you take that one? I'll no, take it if you don't you use it. You can have it. It's I yours appreciate now. it. It's nice. Somebody just saw, shot something really big behind it. I heard a big boom. <laughs> Is there or has there ever been a firearm in your collection that you, maybe just a little bit of you, it was a shame to admit to owning? Definitely. Definitely. Okay. Of course. Everybody has one, even if they say they don't. You'd be surprised. Yeah. They say they don't. A lot of people won't admit it. So. They won't admit it, yeah. So you're but, a big you know, man to admit it. Oh, yeah. I don't mind. I still actually own it. <laughs> you still got it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and what is it? It's the kel 380 with a Crimson Trace laser. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crimson Trace, Trace laser yeah. costs more than the kel <laughs> it, it did. It did. It did. Um, the only reason why I bought it, which is funny, is because uh, a time in my life I started wearing a lot of overalls. You know, liberties, stuff like that. <clears throat> yeah. And there's a little pouch in the front. It's like a kangaroo pouch. Yeah. You can't yeah. really conceal many guns wearing overalls. So I wanted to carry something small enough where I can put it in that pouch. <laughs> and I can st- I'm can. i still protected. You know, I'm out mowing the grass or there's something. There's your next holster is an overall holster. There you go. I, well, you know, I actually own a belly band that I use sometimes. Yeah. That but works. I like to use it as a girdle more than anything. Now, when you when you wear your overalls, <laughs> do you go commando? It depends. <laughs> you wear the pins. What? Yeah, exactly. I do. <laughs> on, on Super Bowl Sunday. Nice. I've been wanting to get me a pair of... Of the pins? Yeah, of the pins. So I could wear overalls. We had a little story earlier that uh, you may have been able to use those. So what is next on your gun wish list, your bucket list? Uh, Like I said earlier, I'm going to buy that Savage next, but one gun that I want to get, I would love to get, is a PKM. PKM. PKM is a... uh, it's, it's actually a PK machine gun. It's a Kalishnikov squad-level machine gun that shoots a 7.62 by 54R belt-fed. It's awesome. So have you have you found one? Are you are you looking? Or? Oh, no, no. Um, I can't afford it. Let's just say that. What does it run? Well, we can only buy, as a civilian, you can only buy them semi-auto. And there's you can only get a tax I'm hitting on the Patriot. No, sir. Really? No, sir. Yeah, it's they were. There was one company that was producing them for civilians, and they were running oh, several... Almost ten, twelve, somewhere around there. It was, it was let's let's say a lot of money, and I don't have a lot of money mm. anymore. I never have. So we're going to talk about. We have another guest that's coming too. When he gets here, we'll talk a little bit about newbie guns, and you can help educate. I want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about more about holsters. That's what I was going to say. Concealment. Actually, can I jump in? Well, let's yeah. do this. Why you're here. Oh, let's. How about let's do a EDC check. Oh, How about that? Oh, he's okay. calling us out. I'm calling you out. Shabam! ADC check. What do you got? You're the guest. You go first. Well, you know, I am. Wor- I just got done working, so I carry a little bit more than normal. Um, this, this is, <laughs> You're packing a little bit more we, than we normal pack, Yeah, we, I'm, I'm, pa- I'm packing a little bit more than normal, but what I like to do is a little game. I like to show what's in my pocket uh-huh. and let people figure out what I have. Ah, so I have okay. these two things. I have a uh, Glock magazine. Yeah. It's a Glock 17 mag Okay. with a nice cool... I don't know if you've seen one of these. It's a yeah, Magpul Ranger plate yeah, for the, the Glock plates. Mag. And I have a Speed Strip, a 38 Special right there. Yes. So can you figure out what I'm, I'm carrying? Looks like you're going to be hunting Pink werewolf. It, well, no, those are just... Uh, those are breast cancer bullets. Those are breast cancer bullets. Really? What are they, the critical defense with the pink They insert? are. Yes, sir. Gotcha. It's the critical so the defense light. specials. Uh-huh. I say revolver. That is a revolver, a yes. snubby? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. It would be a, uh, is it a Ruger? <laughs> no, sir. It's a Smith & Wesson. Smith & Wesson. I'm uh, carrying a J-frame. It's a Smith & Wesson J-frame. All right. That's one gun. Okay. All right. Now, as far as the Glock magazine, what I'd do you think Glock I got? i 17. No. He's throwing us a curveball here. Oh, he's it's a Glock us. 26, but you're putting a 17 mag in it. Possibly. Well, you got to tell me if I'm right. Actually, you are kind of right. Kind of right. I'm actually carrying a Glock 26 and two Glock 19s. 
two Glock 19s <laughs> so, and a Glock 26. Yes, sir. That's, you do oh, carry that's a little more. Than I, I do. I and do. a J-frame. And a J-frame. Okay. As far as guns go, um, like I said, I've got the backup bullets. Um, I have a couple flashlights. Uh, what kind of flashlights you rocking? One of them, for work purposes, is a streamlight right here. It's a small, small triple yeah, uh, A battery for a multi-purpose use. And then I have this... Uh, what is this? Night core. Night core. Yeah. How many lumens is that? I have no idea. It's a lot, bright because he blinded me with it yep. earlier. I'm nice. a light guy, so uh, like I'm gonna guess around 500. Yeah, I'm, around it's 500 a good. Lumens. It's a it's a good it's a good one. Yeah, um, it's not bad. Not only do I rock that, but also the Streamlight TRL one on one of my Glock 19s. So I, I I have a thing about flashlights. I love flashlights. So where are you where are you concealing all these guns? Uh, two Glocks on my hip. Actually, one's appendix and another one's left hand you're carrying a gun on left hand yeah i am wow he's my backup is the appendix <laughs> left uh, hand is your backup <laughs> <laughs> i am least is that the light is that one that's the, the one with the light is this one of your holsters that is one of my holsters okay like and that. then i have this other one left-handed left hand what are you carrying well i'm carrying his guns right now exactly i got enough for everybody what's, what's your edc <laughs> house looking at his guns but let me go back i'm not even done look oh, are you serious i have this knife is that a karambit yeah, that is a karambit is that, a fox? that is a fox oh oh it's so pretty i use that for defensive purposes and i also carry a, a box blade for cutting purposes yeah i want nice. that now people Fox say to include my wife, she she says I might may be paranoid, but I like to explain it as I'm not paranoid, but I'm prepared. Prepared. But going off of all these guns that I'm carrying, I also have a first aid kit on me. I have a uh, I have an ankle holster that actually carries all my first aid medical supplies. Really? Yes, sir. Now is that one you designed? No, I actually bought it. Bought it online. Cool. But yeah, um, a little that, kind of off the is that side. The twenty six. Uh, the twenty six is on my other one. Oh, your other ankle. Uh huh. Okay, so you got. I got an ankle. You got one on each angle, one on each hip, and then one in your pocket. Well, this was in my pocket. Right. I have the 26 on my ankle and the medical kit on my other ankle. So no, no, you got a medical kit on medical my kit. firearm. Yeah. And a, okay. yeah, correct. Because right. I, I, you get, I listen to you guys, but a lot of people don't talk that much. There was one gentleman that talked about medical stuff, but it is proven that you're going to wind up using medical training more than you will firearms training. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Everybody knows from Boston and all that stuff that's been happening, even to include a lot of accidents lately. A lot of people are dying to right. this, this certain things. Um, so that was the Markle show, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm a firm believer to always have some type of medical stuff with you. Awesome. All right, so let's see what's in your kit. You're going to go that far? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. This is awesome. We've never had anybody that's had this much crap on them. <laughs> See that, wow. You know, because I, I just. I'm telling you. A whole training bag wrapped oh around oh, yeah. his ankle. I have, uh, is there a protein bar in there? No, that's in my backpack. Oh, okay. Um, I carry, uh, I usually carry a seatbelt cutter, but. Well, I, you got this right here. I do, but I usually carry a dedicated seatbelt cutter. In this in your pa- kit? In this kit, it has a. Uh, it's like shrink wrapped. It, it is. This is a. Uh, it's, a it's called an Izzy bandage. Anybody that knows anything about medical stuff, it's a four-inch Izzy bandage. Mm-hmm. It's a the emergency the, bandage. Emergency bandage. Hemorrhage yes, control bandage. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's got the clotting factors in it. It does. It has some. I also carry quick clot combat gauze ah, for right. stop quick clot. stop bleeding. Vacuum pack. I also carry a a, a, a nasal pharyngeal, if I'm saying that correctly. Yep. Nasal Sterile lubricating jelly. Yep. And also have a tourniquet. I used to carry a a, a, a needle for um, uh, tension tension was that tension pneumothorax? Yes, that big word. But um, <laughs> I had some uh, some people in, in the medical industry, some people that I, I trusted and believed. And basically, I quit carrying it due to the fact that the ambulance and the medical support that's required will be there in time for me to. All I'm basically doing is just keeping the person alive. Um, if it goes that far, we'll have to use that that needle. It's I might as well just pass it off to the professional. It's going to be right. Like. So you have to be trained to use it. Unless you're out in a remote area, you well, may need to. I don't go to remote areas. Oh, okay, <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. I'm usually working, and it's not remote here. <laughs> they, they don't send you out to the boondocks. They don't for this job. But you know, I, I carry this. I carry most of this stuff because I do work in a gun store, and the reason why I do it is, is to educate people. Well, now you're not done yet. Oh, I, like, you, you still got more stuff. Gun? You still got other stuff. Well, I have. You got your autograph pins. Oh yeah, I got pins. <laughs> I gotta have a pen. You know, you gotta write stuff down. You got your um, tax shirt on with your pins in yeah. there. Yeah, but this is you know this is work related. So I you got your watch. I got my watch. My my cool bracelet. Um, is that one of those uh, mine now. stress relief bracelets? No, sir. It's actually this is one. Call me, a, sir. I call everybody, sir. Call I'm sir. from the south. Call me. I, I'd rather call you sir than ma'am. 
How about that? <laughs> uh, no, oh, this, man. Is, uh, this is Please a uh, <laughs> this is a bracelet has uh, two two gentlemen, two uh, two guys I served in the army with that are killed over in Afghanistan. So I carry that with me every day. I, like like I was saying, I, I carry all this stuff because we get people a lot of times come in and say, you know, uh, I'm looking for something small to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I need something easy to conceal. Right. Well, and then you uh, can just show I'm, them. I'm concealing all this stuff, and they right. didn't even know it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't you, know. We've seen you. Here, what we've been here, what about an hour and a half or so? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I never get well, to you know, on you. Zeke He's, knows about the Desert Eagle oh, yeah. incident. So. He'll carry a Desert Eagle appendix, and you won't even know he has it <laughs> for almost a whole summer. I carried a Desert Eagle appendix it's just to prove a point. It's because yep. you're half Asian. Is, yeah, that's true. I am half Asian, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's because it was my summer wear. I like to go bigger in the <laughs> summer, and wear. in the winter time, I wear constrictive clothes, so I like to you know wear smaller guns. I got you. But <laughs> no, it's, it's just the ladies like it. Skinny jeans. Yeah, come out. I, I just like I said, it's just to teach people to show them that well, it's not a about doubt, the size. He ha- he has won the most prepared EDC check of anyone we've ever had on the show. show. Yeah. yeah. Now, once again, I am working, and I, I don't, don't wear know. all this he stuff. Gives, Jaeger gave him a rung for his money. Uh, Jaeger, Jaeger didn't have a first no, aid kit on him. No, yeah. He, I mean, he this was on his person. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he's got this on his person. The, the reason why I did that is because I. You know, you have to wear cargo pants and a lot of weird stuff just to get medical kits. If it's on your ankle, you can carry it anywhere you want. It's not it's not cumbersome. It's not going to stick out. You can wear whatever you want. Jeans, you know. I usually wear pants. I don't wear shorts because I have knobby knees. But um, <laughs> So left hand, what are you carrying? EDC I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. Glock 22? Correct. Crimson Trace? Crimson Trace. Black Hawk? Uh, the Rape Whistle? Nope. No. Don't have it on me today. Wow. But I do have the uh, neck knife. Okay. Cold steel. Cold steel. And then ankle is 27? Nope. 23. 23. I can the Glock 23 on the ankle. I got Glock 19. Oh, you got more. Well, let's see if... Let's see what else I got on me here. What are you grabbing down there? Oh, it feels good. <laughs> Get you a handful. Oh, no. No, that's it. That's all I got on me. Then in my bag, I've got some other stuff. I got Glock 19... Inside the waist, I've got Glock 30 ankle, and I have my SOG Trident. Glock 30 is new. I'm going to shoot it for the first time tonight. Yeah, I know. I want it. Yeah, that'd be fun. You know, I actually have a funny story. I used to carry some uh, OC spray. Really? I used to. It was your uh, for your uh, non-lethal defense. It's sometimes easier just go and spray somebody with some OC pepper spray and turn around and run. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry or about cops. Or laugh at them. Or laugh at them. As they hit the, hit the ground. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, sometimes that might fix an incident. But uh, my my funny story about that is I actually had some in my pocket, and uh, my wife accidentally washed my pants Ooh. with it in my pocket. How'd that turn out? Well, it wasn't that bad. Actually, it didn't leak. It, it leaked a little bit, but it didn't ruin any clothes. So I was going to throw it away. Well, I decided I wanted to figure out how this thing works because I never used it and see if there was a stream or a mist that came out of it. Because mm-hmm. based on what you have can be foam, stream, mist, um, spray, whatever. So I went out in the yard, the backyard, out in the open, no breeze, nothing. I said, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and squirt this out here and see what it does. If it has a red dye, sometimes they have red, green, blue dye. Right. Squirted it. I, I pretty much just hit it, and uh, a mist came out. About it. Nothing special. Yeah. So, all right, I hit it the second time. Mist came out. Nothing special. <laughs> so I turned around walked back towards the house. All of a sudden, I was on fire. It was just lingering there. <laughs> I walked, walked in the house. <laughs> I walked. Well, it wasn't walked in. It just didn't go anywhere. It just kind of hovered. And I was like, oh, my goodness. My arm was burning. My arm was burning until I went to sleep that night. So I learned a hard lesson. One, so, test, test fire your stuff, you know, so you'll know how it works. And two, it does work. Just make sure you spray it and run. I was going to say, when you did your laundry with that, too, did your, did your clothes no. fill it on your clothes? No, no, actually. You, burn your skin? Yeah, I, I was surprised. It was, it's, um, what I was carrying was an ASP def- Defender, and it's a keychain, which is, it looks like a little one of those batons, little hand baton, right? whatever they're called. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but it's, uh, basically it's a keychain. Um, you just press the button. You flip the little safety switch, press the button. Um, it's all self-contained. Well, when she washed it, nothing came out of it. It was just leaking a little bit on the inside. So when I took it out and I looked at it, it was a little leaking. You can smell it, but... The clothes is fine. Uh, man, I say they tear you up. So now our other guest has arrived. We got Mr. Nick Arenas here, and we're having him on the show. He's relatively new to guns. Not relatively, he's very new to guns. Extremely new. 
He, he bought his first gun a month ago? A month ago. I bought my first gun actually two weeks ago, but oh, wow. I fired my first handgun a month ago. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, Good really. for you, man. So what did you get? I, have, I bought two. bought one for myself. bought a Glock 17 9mm, and then I bought a Ruger LC9 for my wife. Nice. So good choices. Yeah, very good. Choices. Yeah, I figure we can't uh, can't be uh, can, can never be too safe. No. So you brought them with so, you tonight, right? I did. So we're gonna do a little shooting afterwards. Right? Absolutely, man. Sweet. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't embarrass myself and your show. Yeah, no, no not you won't embarrass. No, so. We embarrass ourselves enough that you know it makes it easy for you. Well, good. Then I'm in good company. Sounds good. Exactly. Nick, tell tell our uh, listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I am. Uh, I uh, have a show coming out, and uh, we're actually in, in between. Working with networks, okay, and uh, so I uh, help create and produce uh, certain shows, and, and this is going to be my first, okay. And uh, it's called Biker Bars, Rallies, and Road Trips. That sounds and, awesome. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's, it, <laughs> the name pretty much says it all. Yeah. So, that's pretty much the premise of the show. Exactly. Yeah, we have two uh, two real American bikers right here in the Nashville area. They're going to set across the country and, and and show you the perspective of what the world's like behind the handlebars. So you almost have so, to get into guns now since you're producing a show like pretty that. Pretty damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Since I don't really look the part, I think i got to at least be protected just in case I, know, I go man. to you the people the go that key, do. you got the goatee yeah. going there. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get a little edgy. So gotcha. There you go. So yeah. how did you get into that? Uh, I got into it actually by riding. Okay. So I got into riding kind of like guns. I uh-huh. found the interest in it and, and something I always wanted to do pretty much my entire life. And uh, thought it would be fun to get into and sure enough met up with a few bikers that uh, had an idea for a show, a concept, a shell, if you will, and one thing led to another, and used the marketing background and made it work. Awesome! So, yeah, so it's fun. We may have to talk to you soon about the little show idea that we're working on. Come on, man! Yeah. Bring Basically it. Basically, turning this into a TV show that could be actually pretty awesome. There's when's uh, the when's the the biker. Say it again with the name of it. Biker bars, rallies, and road trips. Biker That's bars, good. rallies, and we're, road trips. We're going to screw it up every That's time. That's fine. That's I've been doing it myself, so so no worries. When's that going to be released? Uh, well, we've already started. Uh, so already started airing. Already started uh, recording. Recording. Okay. So we've got a lot of B-roll footage, our, our sizzle reel, and things of that nature done. So it really depends upon the network. Depends okay. upon the network that if, you know finally picks us up, and uh, and then we strike the deal as to how many episodes and, and when they want it to, to run. Can so, you give okay. us a little taste of maybe? the first episode of what what your yeah. stars are encountering and what they're doing you know it, it's everything you would imagine a biker going through and everything you wouldn't imagine a biker going through so it's about the rallies that you know exist like sturgis and daytona bike week and mm-hmm. biketoberfest all those but then some little rallies that you never even knew were out there angel city laconia ones that are just literally in your backyard right. that if you didn't know that they were around or they were happening You'd never know. So it's kind of uh, similar to these, like the Food Network shows where yeah. they go to different restaurants, but this is all biker stuff. It's all biker okay. stuff. So oh, that's cool. it's the rallies. that. So at every episode, our bikers will end up at some rally, whatever that rally is. Awesome. It's the road trips that they take in which to get there and the places they stop along the way. Cool. So it's uh, literally kind of stepping outside the cage, as bikers call it. And, uh, you know, feeling the freedom in the wind and literally just absolutely checking out the country from a viewpoint that you can't experience in any other way. Awesome. So if you don't ride, you're not going to understand. But the cool thing is a lot of people, there's 17 million registered motorcycle riders in the U.S. And that's just a fraction of the people that are actually registered. There's plenty that aren't registered. Mm -hmm. But the goal is people will watch this and and vicariously live through these guys and hopefully understand that it can be a lot of fun. And at the same time, uh, encourage them to kind of get off their ass and and ride themselves. Nice. Am I allowed to say ass? Yes, I just said yes, it again, yes. actually. You can say whatever you want. I'll just believe that. Okay, cool. We believe it. Ass. And everything well, I thought it was funny because I said, yeah. can I say ass? Even though I just said ass, so I said <laughs> yeah. it twice. So we're not live. So. We, got another, okay, we got another crazy straggler coming in here. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. There he is. So what kind of what kind of bikes are these guys riding? Uh, you know, we actually, uh, they both ride Harleys. So uh, one has a street glide, one has electric glide. But we're actually partnering with Harley-Davidson, and, and part of the show is going to be showing the new Harley line throughout each episode. So they'll be riding different Harley bikes every single episode, critiquing the bikes, critiquing the accessories, telling you what you can do to your bike, and uh, and it's pretty fun. And, uh, you know, one of the episodes is uh, we're actually going to be hitting a couple different shooting ranges. Awesome. And these guys are both ex-military. And uh, and I and they definitely awesome. know how to shoot. So, so I think no, it kind of goes hand in hand, bikers and guns. No network yet, right? Not, well, we're in between two. So okay, we're negotiating right. so between two. Is there a way that our listeners can go and kind of monitor it to where? Yeah, okay. you can Page actually go on Facebook. Yeah, okay. just look up uh, biker bars, rallies, and road trips on okay. Facebook and gotcha. uh, or Twitter. Get all the information on there. So you or say these guys are local yep. to the Nashville area. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have them on the show. We can do it. We can absolutely do it. Yeah, we'll get them in and anytime. We'd, we'd love to. Yeah, and uh, those are actually the guys that uh, took me shooting the first times. So, yeah, it was, it was fun. I got to tell you, it's um, it's something that kind of like motorcycles. 
If you don't mm-hmm. ride, you don't get it. If you yeah. don't shoot, you don't get it. Right. Gotcha. There's uh there's not just a, but once a, a you get in it, you're, you're hooked. hooked. <laughs> you're absolutely hooked. <laughs> yeah. And quite honestly, for me, I, you know, I'm traveling a bit. There's no other way that I could imagine being a husband, leaving town, leaving my home, and leaving my family and my wife unprotected. Yeah. It's just not in this world, not in no. this no. you know day and age. So. The fact that my wife was willing to do it and excited about it, you know, that means the world to me. So Awesome. Now you're going to get your concealed carry license? I am. I'm actually going to get it uh, this weekend. Well, you got this guy right here you can talk to about uh, holsters. Cool. He's got some good stuff. Let me know, man. I'd love to check it out. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's pretty neat, and, and I gotta say, I'm a little nervous about shooting in this range with people being so close because I'm not quite sure how good my aim is. But oh, we'll got... let Scott talk. Oh, no, to no, that. no, don't worry about that. <laughs> no, <laughs> give, give him some peace of mind, Scott. That all glass right. is bulletproof. You'll, you'll, yeah, it's, it's all bulletproof. You're you're good to go. <laughs> all right, good, 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 good. Well, Nick, we appreciate they let that. us yeah. shoot here for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, well, then I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, you're 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 safe. <laughs> I don't know if your viewers have, have seen you guys, but uh, your your reading your listeners, but yeah, definitely, I'm fine. Yeah. No, I'm just just kidding, just joking. <laughs> but thank you guys so much for yeah, having yeah. me. We put Appreciate some videos it, out there, so they've seen it. Okay, yeah, good. Good, 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 good. They've well, seen the menagerie. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And we'll, you we'll definitely keep in touch and right. get your guys on the show sometime. Sounds good, man. Right. Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks, Thanks for stopping by. You know, we keep getting these guests that keep randomly People just popping, start popping in. in. Nashville Armory is the place to be, huh? And it's Scott, who is our guest, our main guest, he's still going to stay on the whole show. We love Scott. We still got holster talk to talk oh, about. Oh, thank you for not kicking me off. No, we're not going to. <laughs> this this giant over here next to me, and I can say he's a giant. He's one of the few people that are taller than me. He is. I bet everybody knows who it is now already. Yeah, probably. Uh, you meant smarter, not taller, right? <laughs> yes. Probably exactly. both. A little bit of both, isn't it? <laughs> a lot of both. <laughs> so Hickok 45 has joined us. Yeah. Uh, and one one episode too late because this is episode forty six. Oh well, so, well, you know, yeah, you a little know. slow on on uh, things normally. Better uh, late than never. Right? No, I just happened to be in the gun shop here and I saw uh, some ugly people with microphones <laughs> on their heads. And, uh, so he was uh, talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm always hanging out in gun shops, so uh, you know, here I am. Uh, uh, did you want me to say something profound just to kind of add to the program? Deep well, what have you been up to lately? <laughs> Uh, what have I been up to? Uh, shooting a lot. Uh, John and I, no doubt, every huh? day this week, we have made videos. Uh, we have been uh, taking advantage of the pretty nice weather. And I, mean, I feel like every day it's been uh, the same. We get up and prepare and clean the range paint and, uh, you know, clean up from the day before and uh, get some cool firearm out and uh, so get what, ready to do a video. We've had a lot of fun. What have we uh, got to look forward to? What, well, uh, I don't know if anybody you, looks forward us? to it. But. We some, <laughs> shoot you, Well, man. we got some more pretty lever action uh, coming up. Uh, yeah? Did a Henry video today. And, Henry uh, video? Yeah, you know, the 1860 Henry, not the, the new company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Although we've done some things with that that company as well but uh the newer models but this was with a reproduction of the 1860 henry or the first lever action basically and uh, i came by one and just love it but oh and a high wall this week a little desert eagle action oh really yeah the 44 or the 50 44 uh, is one i have got it back out we had some spring issues with it for about two years and got it working again new springs and the new recoil spring Mm -hmm. new uh, magazine springs and everything got got it working again and uh it's not my favorite firearm in the world or anything but it's interesting and so we we hadn't done a chapter two with it john likes it more than i do he really i don't know i'm beginning to worry about that boy he really enjoys that big clunker (laughs) we were talking about uh, scott over here that's his summer carry he's a oh man i appendix carry that thing I think, yeah, really. I yeah. do. He actually does. does oh, for real? He really yes, does. Oh, I thought we were joking here. No, okay, I have pictures. We're, it's we're, kind of a joke, but it's real. We've been yeah. talking concealment, and uh, Scott builds. Builds, yeah. He makes uh, uh, creates Kydex uh, and leather holsters and oh. all kinds of cool stuff. So you definitely need a good holster for that thing. Yes, oh, sir. yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you made a holster for that? Oh, I made several. Oh, actually, right. I, I know of a gentleman that actually has a gold-plated uh, Desert Eagle, and I made an all-white Kydex holster for it. Oh, he wow. wanted to pimp it out. <laughs> <Nice>. That was <laughs> that definitely. I've made a black one. Me, I made a red one and white one. Yeah, <laughs> well, I'd be ashamed to conceal that, wouldn't it? Oh man, a gold-plated uh, Desert, Desert Eagle, Eagle and a white holster. holster. <laughs> you would. You got to open carry that. Oh, yeah, that counts as concealment, that. does it? Yeah, you want a you chest could, holster for you that? You could see that through his jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just holds it in his hand, walks around with it. Oh man, 
those things are tanks. Well, I, I remember right after I bought that one about three years ago, I, I was in communication. I guess, yeah, we're doing YouTube. And uh, with some guy, he, he was a police officer, and he carried one every day. I mean, oh every day, and he he loved it. And uh, he, for about after about two or three years, he finally switched over to something else. But that's one hell of a back after his gun. hip surgery, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. You know, the magazines uh, for the video. I, no magazine holder will hold those magazines. I'm sure they make one. Somebody does, but I no magazine, no holster for it. So I never have a holster when we do anything with that thing. He can make just about anything. I'll, I'll hook you up. And then, uh, then I'll be expected to shoot it more. <laughs> maybe John will uh, have a chat with. John you. would appreciate it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Now I was I was proud and giddy this last week. Um, proud and giddy. <laughs> I, I sent a I sent a mass text of my Mosin Nagant that I bought to all the Mosin owners that I know. Yeah. And somebody at this table said he did not recognize the gun counter. I've been to a gun shop that this man has not been to. <laughs> That's hard to find. That's hard to find. And uh, that was in Columbia, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I have to look that one up. North, north, north side of North side It's, it's right past. It's on 31A? Yeah, right, right past off the main the, highway there. Uh, yeah. Or 31W, I guess. It, what, 31. 31A. Yeah. yeah. 31A. It's right, right past Spring Hill High School. On the left, like there's a little okay. Burger King and everything there. So, uh, okay, nice guys. In so there. it's in Spring Hill, more or less. Yeah, yeah, technically, I think it's right on their border or whatever. James okay. and Gabe check yep. them out down oh, there. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'm not familiar with that. I get down that way. Oh. Yeah, I hate for there to be a gun shop I'm not aware of. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we got you back. Don't worry. Yeah, we got yeah. you covered. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll take I, care I, of I, I studied that counter and just the ammo shells. <laughs> like, ah, it looks a little bit like this. No, I, no, I just didn't know who it was. It Congratulations is. on your Mosin. Everybody needs one. Yeah, I've got to get all the Cosmoline cleaned out first, though. I hadn't shot yeah. it yet. Yeah. I, I got on some forums and asked, can you shoot a Mosin with the Cosmoline? And I got a lot of people saying yes, but it burns, so it wouldn't yeah. be good. Yeah, and I think it tends to seize up the bolt. It's hard to get the bolt open gotcha. after a while until you get that really clean. But they're fun, you know, and they're relatively inexpensive to shoot. Yeah, inexpensive yeah. rifle. I mean, I know yeah. you used to be able to get them were a lot cheaper, but yeah, still. And they're historical. You know? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that's, that's what happens with those surplus guns is – when they first start out, then everybody all of a sudden starts swarming over them, and then the price jacks up on them. Yeah, like the SKS and yeah, others. Yeah, exactly. Then you got other variables like import laws and who's in office and all that sort of mm-hmm. thing affects it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they're they're cheap now. Uh, who knows in five years what they'll be? Yeah. What's your most recent acquisition? Have you got any new new acquisitions? I guess the uh, or T and E's maybe the uh, the high wall. The, if you're familiar with John Browning's first design, mm-hmm. his first uh, rifle was a single shot. Oh, get uh, my head clear. Back in uh, the late 1870s, he uh, he designed it. He was 23 years old, and his first gun design was a single shot, they call it. Uh, it it's become known as a high wall and low wall, different calibers. but. Right. It's kind of a lever gun, like a sharps in a way, mm-hmm. but it's, but different too, and uh, with a falling block and everything. And he he kind of redesigned the sharps rifle in a way, buffalo rifle, right. and made it smarter. I'm sure he thought, and probably is at with the a time. Center, yeah, yeah centerfire hammer and all that, or a center placed hammer. And uh, I've never had one. And I ran across a, it was a viewers. Oops, sorry, a viewer <laughs> at a gun show this past weekend had one. And walk around was going to sell Uberti uh, uh, reproduction, and uh, hmm, so ended up uh, walking away with that, and we go. did video with it. But is, is there something neat about a, a single shot? How did it feel? Mm-hmm. How did it feel? Shooting, yeah, yeah, it feels great. It's forty-five seventy, so one of my favorite cartridges. You know, you can't hate a forty-five seventy. I'll bet you guys run patriotic. You don't have a forty-five seventy. I don't have a forty-five. It's not that I'm we're sitting at a table with people who do not. No, have. We're on Patreon. Negative. Negative. <laughs> Negative. <laughs> we're just unknowing. <laughs> so That's what it is. Nah, I, I can't nah. find ammo for it, so I don't have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you've got to die for that, don't you? Oh, I do. I crank them out on a progressive press. Yeah. <laughs> forty-five seventy <laughs> Buffalo rounds. I have four or five forty-five seventies, so uh, it's it was a natural for me. But I mean, you know, it's just a classic rifle. You know, I, I love those historical guns, and mm-hmm. uh, and again the. I, I should have had already the first gun that John Browning designed. You know, right. I'm this late getting to it, yeah. so um, I'm proud of that. One of these days, I'll get a Browning High Power. I guess that was his last design. The High Power. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'll get around to all of them eventually. Yeah. So what do you all? We already talked about what y'all been shooting. I guess lately. Well, I didn't. Did I finish my list of my acquisitions from last week? <laughs> I don't know. I'll run through them again. Oh, we so got, I got some. I got, rub it in. I got the Mosin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I got a Marlin 3030 lever action. All I right. got a Ruger 1022 takedown. All right. That is a 
fun little rifle. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. I love that little thing. And then the little backpack that comes with it, a little tactical backpack. Yeah, it's nice. It's you like put that on your back and part. carry it around. And then I got another Glock 19 and a Glock 30. Wow. I What's up, up with this guy? He hit yeah. the lottery. I did. Wow. Yeah. I got to work for it, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. He's trying to catch up to me. <laughs> Two Glocks in one week? Yes. Well, th- well, the other Glock came the second week. I understand the Glock 19 is pretty popular. I hear. But, uh, so yeah. I know y'all have a show to go uh, to do. So I, I thanks can, for stopping by, man. Yeah, I appreciate I'll it. Slip away here, and uh, where did you say the beer was? It is right <laughs> over there. Oh, oh no, we're in a gun shop, aren't <laughs> yes. we? Okay. Yeah, I think Pepper's drinking it all over. Yeah. There. <laughs> no, I'm just I kidding. Get her away from the keg. No, good to see, well. I would say it's good to see y'all, but my mother taught me not to lie. But, uh, no, it was good to see you all. So uh, I'll see y'all later. All Appreciate right. it, buddy. Thanks, right. I think our influx of guests, surprise guests, and you never know the night is still young. Yeah, or have have slowed down. So since we're talking concealment, it kind of seems like we've been concealing Scott for a little while. But it's all right. I'm good at being nice concealed. play on words there. <laughs> yeah, partner. Do you like that? I like that. I'll keep it I'm very, very sneaky. <laughs> yeah, better, better sneaky. Betty, betty. Wait a minute. Was that a Russian accent? Betty, I don't know. What was that guy in was, Mr. Deeds? I think he was Spanish. Uh, a Spanish descent? I don't know. So, you concealed a lot of stuff today. I can conceal. What's the most you've ever concealed at one time? And how did you do I'm it? not sure about the most, but I know that I have concealed a shotgun. Really? Based on a dare. <laughs> hey, do you have a trench coat? Uh, no, it was actually my work clothes. Full Andrew size? said, uh, I bet you can't uh, stick that shotgun down your pants. And I said, I bet you I can. <laughs> so... I grabbed a Mossberg 500 and stuck it down my pants. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever hear that on the show. <laughs> hey, there you things go. happen. We're, we're a show first. And stuck it down your pants. Yep. So how long did you conceal that? Uh, probably for a second. Now, was part of the bet is you actually had to walk around and nobody notice it? No. Okay. It was it's just, just getting it in yep. your pants, huh? Yeah. When you're wearing skinny jeans that I do, it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of hard. But uh, I can make it possible. You, you are innovative. Yeah, no doubt yeah, about yeah. that. And speaking of innovations... Yeah, your holsters. Let's talk about those. How do okay. people find out about you? You know, I'm through the, the government. Army. Yeah, the government. Um, <laughs> background check. Background Most checks. Uh, yeah, it's uh, wiretap stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Or just come in and say hello. I have a problem, but uh, <laughs> you say you're working on a website. Yeah, right? I'm working on it's uh, Ronin Holsters. Uh, no, it's Ronin Dash Holsters dot com or Facebook Ronin Holsters. But it's not built yet. It's not built until I talk to a yeah, gentleman. Maybe we yeah, shouldn't yeah. Bread no, bread. well, it's just that first page. But you got a Facebook though, right? I well, I do, but the the website goes to my Facebook. Oh, okay. it's just a blanket page with okay. coming soon and click on this to go to Facebook. Oh, okay, okay. stuff like that. Cool. Um, it, yeah, it's uh, Ronin Holsters and Consulting because so I know I know some people want to. <clears throat> we know how to get in touch with you, and we're going to post links. Yeah. Want to know the process and how you go about building these. Holsters, um, the Kydex. I've been basically right now only have a limited number of guns. You know, um, I can build off of. Usually, if it's a, a it's a weird gun, I usually request to get the gun. It's local people around here. Um, like I built one for a FN 5.7 with a um, laser attached to it. I usually I, I like to be pushed to the limits, and you know, people have things that say, "Hey, I, I can't find a holster for this gun," mm-hmm. and I said, "Well, I'll, I'll try it." You know, I still need your gun because I don't have that one. If I do, I'll, you know, if it's a, a a popular model, I usually have it home, or I can build it and try it. Right. But uh, so you got to actually have the gun to make uh, a mold out of it. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, I like to use the gun itself so it fits better. Um, like I just did one for Sean for STI. Um, stuff like that. I, I've built, I've made some for uh, Smith Wesson Governor. Eagle. Yeah, you're Mr. Forty Eagle. Yep. Um, you know, there's a lot of holster companies out there. I'm not going to say I am better than the rest. I'm not going to say I'm worse than the rest. I'm going to say uh, I try. <laughs> <laughs> you try to please. Yeah, it's, you it, aim it, to it's, please. It's basically is what it was a hobby. It was. Uh, it stemmed from the fact that a lot of these custom holster people were taking months to make a gun or a holster. Like for instance. Um, I just battled a 13-month fight with a holster company um, to get a holster, and I wound up just getting my money back. So it, it, all, yeah, it all stemmed it. I got tired of waiting. So I said, hey, I could probably do this myself, and it just went from there. And there that's, yeah. how it, that's how Ronin came to be, huh? Yep, yep. Very it was, cool. you know, some other names, but we're not going to say those on, on the line, but <laughs> Ronin is cool. I now like do you do, is it just Kydex? You do leather and Kydex? I do uh, what's called a hybrid. It's a leather and Kydex, like the uh, the one that Zeke has. Um, I don't do strictly leather because I don't have the, the equipment. I don't have the sewing machine and stuff to do all strictly leather. Right. I can do it by hand, but that would take me forever. My hand would cramp up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if I had to sew a machine, I'd get I probably some blisters would. and oh yeah, it gets it gets tedious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, 
Kydex or a form of plastic material like that. There's several other companies out there. Kydex is just a brand name. Let's go ahead and talk about it. We've had a lot of people asking about it. You said something about a Mossberg 500 you shoved down your pants. Yep. You know, another something else people have been requesting lately is to talk about uh, <laughs> shot. What? Where are you headed with this? I, uh, shotgun, home defense shotguns. Okay. Let's just jump to another subject. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> okay. We've had it like 20 guests. That, that was a segue right there. Yes. Yeah. Well, I should have done it back when you talked about shoving a Mossberg down your hey, pants. Hey, can, you, can, you can fix that. So when it comes to home defense shotguns, what do you recommend? What do you think? What's your opinions on it? Or should you just avoid it? Uh, no, you shouldn't avoid it. It's, uh, it's not like a plague or anything. Shotguns are good. Um, self-defense weapons. We can get Sean or somebody, one of the other gentlemen that can uh, can chime in. But <laughs> a shotgun is actually it does have its place. You got this, man. Talk yeah, it, it does have its place. But there's certain features on a shotgun that's recommended. For we, example, any home defense gun requires a flashlight of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be attached. It has to be somewhere in the equation. But shotguns, you can put a flashlight on a shotgun. It's kind of recommended to have some um, a larger capacity magazine or um tube 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 capacity tube yeah Yeah, because as you know the shotgun shell itself is so large you you don't want basically a hunting shotgun so what's Uh, what's your what's your thoughts on the the loads to use for home defense you know for defensive purpose anything you have is better than nothing that's all i have to say especially when it comes to guns um you can use a double lot. You can use a slug. You can use whatever you want. There's a lot of home defense or defensive um, rounds out there you can pick from. To include, there are some low recoil rounds that are, are pretty uh, interesting to use, especially if you're going to use in the house. Um, it's not going to give a lot of recoil, especially if you got a smaller frame person uh, to shoot the shotgun. My personal home defense shotgun, I actually have two. I have a Remington 870 um, pump action with a uh, Mesa Tactical shock absorbing stock, which takes about 30% of the recoil away from it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And I have a Remington 1100 short barrel shotgun. So it just depends on how I feel that day and who comes in. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to get what? Yeah, exactly. So what you want to shove down your pants that day? And yes, sir. But it depends on what. <laughs> Both of them do have, uh, you know, a, a light of some sort. Um, it has night sights on them as well because you can put night sights on a shotgun like you can a rifle or, or a pistol. Also, they usually have some type of speed feed um, apparatus on it, like a side saddle or, or a stock that allows extra rounds because, you know, maybe I missed, but hopefully I didn't. <laughs> that wasn't a good comment, but. <laughs> um, now, with the, the kind of load you, you use too with the spread that you're going to get from, oh, definitely. Your, from your shot. Definitely. Too. Um, I say just shoot a normal spread don't worry about choking it down because then you decrease your you know your chance of hitting somebody that's true but you don't want to use like bird shot or, or um, um, target shot because it's going to spread so much wider and let's say if you have a long hallway and there's somebody at the end of the hallway mm-hmm. you know you're not going to really get the full effect there's some r- defensive rounds out there it actually has both a slug and um some uh, buckshot in there as well so you have the best of both worlds yeah um a little hybrid yeah uh, yes sir so to speak. Oh, yeah. And for going around corners, you don't necessarily want the longest shotgun either. You, you don't. Be able to you, maneuver. Yeah, you don't want the longest barrel, but if you're going to stay place, let's say if uh, you know there's an intruder in your house, you're going to lock yourself in your master bedroom, you're not going to leave. You're going to get on the phone and call 911, mm-hmm. and you're just going to stay there. It doesn't really matter the length of the barrel. You just you need something to protect yourself. So mm-hmm. if all you have is a, a, you know, a hunting shotgun, you know that Benelli that you love so well, mm-hmm. uh, you can use it. It's just you got to be prepared if you do have to leave or move a longer barrel is not going to help you as much as a shorter barrel right so yeah. but again like you said the one you've got is better than the one you don't exactly Plus, if you have uh, a uh, smart bad guy and he sees that barrel coming around the corner he just grabs it exactly um <laughs> that's why you don't put the flashlight on the end of the barrel uh, a shotgun with that bead sight i mean they're typically range on those as far as you know the way they rate the spreads and everything it's typically done about what 100 yards yeah but so, if, I mean, we've it's got some. Than that, isn't it? Yeah, it's no, like it's 30, 100. I think. No, it's 100. But if 30. you're going to use a defensive shotgun, some of them are going to have rifle sights on it, too. I mean, it depends on which gun you get. Yeah. Like we we're saying, the Mossberg 500, I mean, if you get like the 930 or something like that, or the, you know, um, some of them are going to have rifle sights. Yeah. So but the typical spread on those is about one yard or one inch per yard spread. If you say so. So we're I, I just know. talking about for, you know, if you're, if you're in the house and you're closer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you got to take into consideration, kind of. Yeah. But then it depends on your load. Too. Yeah, it but, depends on the load. So you aim high because a shotgun typically, when they shoot, you know, they're 
you're shooting high, so... That's correct. When you're aiming at your target, you want to aim low because the shot's going to go high, right? Yeah. I'm just going to aim dead center mass. Just dead center mass? Yep. You're going to oh, hit something with the shotgun, right? yards long. So. No, mine's not either. No, but that's what I'm saying. When they're <laughs> sighted in for 100 yards, yeah. you're in a house, it's going to be a lot shorter. So when you're shooting, you want to aim lower because the shot's going to go higher. It's going to go up. It's going to go up. I don't yeah. know technical stuff. Kind of like when That's I was what Sean's area is. Kind of like well, when I, I was, figured Zeke would be all over this because this yeah. is all technical crap. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really get technical on the shotgun. Although I did screw up when I was zeroing in my deer rifle for Saturday. Yeah, I got all excited because it was just like shooting through the same hole every time on the bullseye, and I was like, yes. And then I packed everything up and realized I was zeroing at 25 yards. Yeah. So I've got to lower the. Uh, yeah. What was the first thing I said to you? I know. Did you? Hey, 25 yards. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, make sure you aim low. I'm like, dang, this thing is awesome. Is there any other question about shotguns besides they go, boom? Well, Sean was going to come argue with you, but I don't know if he's coming now. Well, we argue every day. It's just depending on what we're, we're talking about at the time. Yeah. I don't know. Funny he's probably still talking at Hickok. I've got a Mossberg 500 for my home defense shotgun. You know, a lot of people, that, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people, several people that come in and ask us our opinion between the Mossberg and the Remington. Um, I like both of them. To me, honestly, the only thing difference between the two is the location of the safety. They both operate the same. The 500 and the 870 operate the same. Um, it's just the Mossberg's safety is up on top of the receiver mm-hmm. that you can use your thumb, and the Remington is going to be on the trigger guard where you're going to use uh, your, your index finger. And haven't they been having some issues with the newer Mossbergs? Uh, I'm not sure. It depends. I've heard. It depends on which one it is. Um, there was, I think there were some issues with some of the stocks. I know the flex stock when it was new, but yeah. it, it's good. Um, the only thing that, you know, people like to get tactical shotguns or defensive shotguns, and they want that pistol grip. Well, Mossberg's version, since the safety is on top, it's harder to get oh, to the safety okay. if you have a pistol grip of some sort. Um, while the Remington is easier because you still use the same index finger to push the safety. Mine's got a pistol grip, and I've got the tactical buttstock and everything on it. I don't, it's not been an issue for me as far as getting to Oh, yeah? It. I guess it just depends on people's yep. hands. Or and but it's, hands, a, yeah. it's a matter of anything. You know, It's getting used to your firearm and knowing your firearm and... Exactly. Being proficient with it. Whatever firearm you get, you have to at least shoot it. Yeah. You can't just buy it and say, go this is, yeah, you have to practice with you it. You got to get to know it, be familiar with it. Exactly. Or end up getting something like the KSG, the high capacity. You could. That's fun. That's, yeah, you could. Yeah. But you we don't were like talking. KSG? Yeah, well, yeah, you got to yeah. talk us out of it because both of us are looking at one before. Well, it's up to you. It's a, you know, if you want one, <laughs> I'll sell you one. I'll be happy to. <laughs> but if you want some bad things, I can say bad things about anything. <laughs> But no, it's a, it's it's a preference. It's it's a newer design. What about the Utahs? Uh, same thing. Good and bad. Uh, both. It's up to you. And what's the one over there that's like a revolver shotgun? Thing? Oh, that's the uh, I think that's SRM. That SRM makes no sixteen. Now it's a uh, cylinder. Yeah. They come in eight. 10, what is it, 8, 12, and 16 shot, depending on which model. Yeah. Um, it's just you rotate the cylinder. But it's a, yeah. it's, it's, it's semi-auto, unlike the KSG, it's pump action. So you just pull the trigger until it goes click, and you then, know, ro- then you rotate the cylinder. Now, do you okay, guys have one of those uh, those shot? You ha- used to have one. It's considered other? No, we have the short barrel version of the shotgun. It only holds eight. Mm-hmm. Um, we have that one. Um, we don't have you the other. You know what I'm talking about? That, that shotgun? It's like a shotgun Wait, pistol kind of. It's like a su- Subu? Subu? I believe Serbia? that's how you say it. I think that's Serbia. what it was, yeah. 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 We, but it was NFA category other. Yeah. The tax stamp on it was, what, $5? Five, five dollars. Yeah. 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 Anytime you, still that, had to get, you still had to register it, but you still, yeah. it's not the $200 tax stamp. It's the 5 No. If it comes from the manufacturer as an AOW, any other weapon, it's a $5 tax stamp. If it's a uh, short barrel machine gun suppressor, whatever, it's a two hundred dollar tech stamp. That makes a lot of no sense. It doesn't. No. But the great state of Tennessee, we're allowed to have any one of those. Yes, it is uh, legal. Tennessee. Yes, and you guys used to have one over in the case, and I'm that close to getting it, and I came back and it was gone. Yeah, but it was cool. I mean, it was it was really short. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I happen to know a certain person that has one. Shawnee Sean. Yeah, the uh, Godwin no longer Godwin look alike. Exactly, and there may you be some good stuff, but it wasn't good content. Be, you don't you'll think our content was that good? I don't know. It depends. Well, how can you spice it up? Um, I can take my clothes off. No. You're right. That wouldn't be good. Yeah, so let's Not thank our sponsors. <laughs> uh, thank the sponsors. Yeah, thanks to U.S. Elite Gear, us-elitegear.com. ICE Training, icetraining.us. Also, on the U.S. Elite Gear site, don't forget to use the code TALKINGLED to get your discount there. And All or Nothing Tattoo Studios, that's allornothingtattoo.com, and their gun-friendly website with all the gun-friendly merch, strangleholdmerch.com. 
Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services, HG Press, for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs. And you can contact them at 1-800-615-1840, extension 2222. And don't forget to check out our guest's website, uh, or not website, but Facebook page. Uh, Nick's page was Biker Bars Rush. Road trips. Biker's Bars and Road Trips, I believe. Biker's Bar Road Trips and Rally. Yeah. Just rewind the show. Yeah, rewind the show because we told him we wouldn't get it right. And we didn't. <laughs> Nick, we if you're listening to this, we, we apologize. I think it's Biker Bar Rallies and Road Trips. That's it. Biker Bars Rallies and Road Trips. Just look that up on Just Facebook. Just to make sure we'll put a link on the Yes, the link will be notes. in the show notes. And also Ronin Holsters on Facebook. What's the website to link to it? Uh, Ronin-Holsters.com. And then, of course, Hickok45. You know where Check to find him. 45. Also, like to thank uh, our partners, Ergo Grip. We like to thank uh, Clay Greenfield and Clutch Defense and Clutch Defense. ClutchDefense.com. Enter the code TalkingLead68. And also the Rescue Ranch. We've got a big deal coming up there in February, and we're in the midst of getting all that worked out right now. February first, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be February the first, and uh, what we're doing there is we're having a kind of a celebrity shootout, and it's going to be for the competition itself. It's going to be for some some local people at the range that we're doing it at, but we're taking donations from everyone. So we've got a surprise for you guys that we're going to be uh, announcing in an upcoming show that will help raise money for the rescue ranch and you guys are going to be extremely stoked about it i promise you absolutely so uh stay tuned for that but check out the rescue ranch and just go to rescueranch.com and don't forget to send in your pictures of your 1911s for the 1911 beauty pageant and we'll have the rules and and giveaway stuff coming up on that too we're still ironing those and now sean shows up it's too late sean you know what you get to do you have to say, keep your firearms closer. <laughs> Selling suppressors. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. So as we always, didn't want to impede that. We didn't want to impede on that. So as always, left hand, keep, keep your, your loved, loved ones, ones close. close. Keep your firearms closer.